0: Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat for Monday, the 9th of November 2020. Greetings to everyone in the live chat on YouTube, and you also might be viewing this on Periscope Twitter, What's up? Give us a retweet on Facebook. Give us a little thumbs up. Or possibly you are listening on delay on podcast, whether it's on the Patreon or this episode will be on all the feeds on iTunes or wherever. Also. So if you guys are listening to the podcast and you want to watch along with us, we've got some sweet things to uh, check out. Then. Click the little link in your podcast notes and it will open up the YouTube. Hey to everyone in the chat. Good to see Kieran Braxton Legera, Michael Nip, David Lozano's in the Facebook chat, and he's let us know he's a top fan. I, I oh, that's so I, I know those little top fan things on Facebook. So thank you for your interaction. Emily Lynn's even here. Sean Hoffman. How are you guys doing? It is Mando Monday. We've got so much to go through. Um, Rumors of a Boba Fett series filming maybe now, an hour down the street from here. Um, Not in an hour, but it's like an hour away from where I live. Uh, We'll go into that. Um, And I'll close the show probably with uh, Leslie Headland, who's developing... A, uh, rumor has it a, a female centric martial arts, um, referencing Star Wars series. She just did an interview on, um, the Let's Be Frank YouTube, you know, interview show. It might be a podcast as well, but it's on, uh, YouTube as, um, Fantastic Frankie. It's, uh, her show. So we'll be going into that and I'm impressed. I'm impressed with Leslie. Uh, I was impressed with Russian Doll, her series on Netflix, and uh, this interview. Whew, it is uh, it is pretty good. But let's start off with a bit of Mando Monday stuff. Some um, interesting tidbits from the uh, episode, The Passenger. First up, these. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this tradition. Each week, we get a new character poster from a new character featured in that week's episode. And um, this week, it's Frog Mama's turn. Let's get her up here. There we go. There she is. Um, last week, it was uh, Cobb Vanth. And hey, I'm going to say the week that we get that Toro Calcan one. Um, to celebrate his return, oh, it's going to be uh, quite a good thing. Quite a good thing. Um, i got a few just tidbits that um, from my Twitter. Oh, make sure you check out our uh, roundtable that we did on Saturday night with uh, Mr. Sunday Movies, uh, Riley Silverman, Laura Syracuse, Les from The Sith List, Claire Dribbling, Corey. Van Dyke and Noah Van Outlaw, all are, uh, man, we had a good time. So that is up on all the podcast feeds and YouTube. Now, this is huge. Um, I have to, oh, I haven't got, let's see if I can find, I'll, I'll find it in a second. But um, someone commented on the YouTube page that we'd predicted the uh, that baby yoda yoju, if you will, would uh, eat the eggs. We thought they might have been uh, I you know, we thought they were mon Cal eggs when we first saw them, but um, I posted this up on the Twitter, a little clip, and this is from the hyper chat. So, hyper chat, or was it a page wars? I think it was a page wars that we did with uh, King Tom Chansky that's up on YouTube, and uh, we joked about eggs getting eaten um you check this out oh wait no sound i know it's got no sound all right so good i got it before everyone even got to complain you guys it didn't even get to you guys that i hadn't added uh the sound and um i picked it up already this i'm i'm getting better that's almost not a uh a technical issue let's get to the share audio button very happy, I picked up on that. Very happy indeed. All right, let's go. Um, this is this is heavy stuff.
1: Stephen
0: Folden in the super chat, he poses this question: Is it odd? I want to see Yoju eat one of the mon calamari eggs for his tra- tragic backstory. I last night I did think about. Um, is Yoju going to crack a little mon... She, you know how he eats the frog? Right. Imagine, right, right he just um, gets one of those eggs out and just, like, cracks it and, and just... <laughs> and, and a little mon cow was like... I was thinking he would take the egg and just pop it in, shell and all. Oh, crunchy. Crunchy. Ah. How do you like your Mon Cal? Fried. Yeah.
2: With a little, so, you know, marinara on the side and some lemon.
0: Yeah. A lot of I, lemon. I, 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 I cook mine trap style. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Sorry, everyone. So again, I, I'd like to doubly apologize for uh, that pun. Um. So yeah. Uh, it's had, you know. I've seen a lot of negative sentiment about the uh, egg eating, and I hope uh, as we, we we chatted about on the round table, hope maybe there's some vindication. hope uh, there's some vindication there. um let's go to I know the rating from our panelists um dropped down. I think it was. was the average for the season opener. This one went down to about 7.75 on the score. And I was interested to see that, um, it's got an application window here. It's on screen share that, um, This week with the, um, on Twitter, I like to put up a a thumbs up, thumbs uh, down type poll. And last week it was, um, I think 60% of people, it was, uh, thumbs massively up and maybe it was like 25 thumbs up. And then under 10% was either thumbs in the middle or down. And this episode has seen a, uh, a bit of a, a shift down in those ratings. I'm just going to clean up the screen here a little bit. That's better. Um, what was your rating of the Mandalorian? Chapter 10, The Passenger, uh, 17.7, went massive thumbs up, uh, 52.7, agreed with my choice of thumbs up, 25% thumbs in the middle and 4% thumbs down so from a 10% thumbs in the middle thumbs down last episode it is gone up to a 30% so that is fine I feel like people will appreciate this episode in the scope of uh, the whole season and uh, the whole series and as Sam Carey very astutely Prophesizes the thumbs down is just Corey with different accounts. Hmm, could well be. Could well be. What have we else? we got oh, let's talk about this deadline. Um, where's my little banners and stuff at? Um, is Boba Fett filming right now? Let's go to. There, deal over here. You can see a target ad. There you go. Deadline. There's there's one on Saunders. A little target ad for you. Hey, enjoy that. I don't think anyone can click it through the screen, um, but it's there. Target everyone. Target. Oh, right, if you're listening to the podcast, there was a target ad on the deadline page I just pulled up on the screen. Sorry, um, very confusing. So this does have a um, an update to it, which we'll get to at the end. But season three of The Mandalorian was recently listed in production weekly with the working title Buccaneer, sparking a guessing game amongst fans, what that moniker may entail. Like, uh, are you guys doing this? Are you having a is this is this sparked a guessing game in your fandom? Um, like. One of the Star Wars films' names was Trixie. It it didn't really um didn't tell me much. It was tricky though. It was tricky. Um her usual week was film Disney Plus uh, are keeping mum on the details about the new season, including casting. Uh Sophie Th- Thatcher from When the Street Go On and Chicago Med has been rumored to be joining the Mandalorian franchise. Um blah, blah, blah. In February, then-CEO Bob Iger hinted the company's plans to expand the Mandalorian franchise with spin-off series teasing the possibility of infusing the Mothership series with more characters and taking those characters in their own direction in terms of series. So, this is the dream, to expand the Mandoverse like this. But this is all old news. But here's where it gets interesting. There is speculation that such series is in the works and about to start filming. This was last week. Though it is unclear, I think it was on Friday, hence why we haven't talked about it yet. Though it is unclear what Mandalorian character would be spun off and whether Boba Fett, Tamira Morrison is one of them. A recent online report pointed to a potential offshoot featuring Cara Dune, played by Gina Carano, and the Star Wars rebel character Bo-Katan, played by Katie Sackhoff, Who's rumored to appear in Mandalorian second season? Such a project, so this is cool. They link, they link to Corey and Noah's video about the offshoot, which is um very very exciting. You know, deadline, big, uh, big, um, you know, media website that's doing that, but in linking to them, they then say. Such a project does not appear to be real, at least for now, which guys you got to say is a,
1: okay. That's a vibe check. That is a major vibe check. I'm majorly checked right now.
0: (laughs) We only roast the ones we love. Um, Adding to the confusion is the fact that Disney Plus is developing a female-centric Star Wars series written and showrun by Leslie Hedlund, who we'll talk about in a little bit, believed to be a female-driven action thriller with martial arts elements set in an alternate timeline from the usual Star Wars universe. Now, this is the thing with Deadline. Quite often they get their wording, it, it's there. ER, that target ad's back, Deadline. So I'm going to criticise you a little bit, but Target, everyone. There is a Target advertisement. So shop it, Target, tell them Deadline sent you when you're going through the checkout. Um, yeah, sometimes Deadline's phrasing is, is a bit clumsy because um, – elements set in an alternate timeline from the usual Star Wars movies. As we'll go into this um, interview with her later on, Leslie, um, it is like, it's just going to be in a different space of, um, you know, a different part of the timeline perhaps, or a different part of the galaxy, because she goes deep into how much studying on the, on the law that she's been doing and all that sort of stuff. Um, You know, she's got, the Star Wars atlases there for for reference, so she knows what planets are near each other for her um her scripting. So it's yeah, it's just set in a different time than the usual Star Wars universe. So no, it's not going to be a, a what if future sort of thing. Um, and then they add. Updated, Disney Plus's signature original series, The Mandalorian, just returned for its second season. Oh, come on. This is all jibber. The confusion stems. Um, okay, I'll just go with all this. While not officially greenlight, a third season of the hit Star Wars series has bang- began in... Pre-production for months with creator, director, and executive producer Jon Favreau publicly stating that he hoped to start filming by the end of 2020. That may be the case, with some sources indicating the production would be starting as soon as next week, Uh, while others point to spring or even fall 2021. So there's, you know, it seems like there is production starting down there um, on the Mandalorian set. Is it for Mandalorian Season 3, or is it for um, a secret Boba Fett spinoff? The confusion stems from the level of secrecy in the Lucasfilm camp. It's all your fault, Lucasfilm, not telling us stuff. But persistent chatter could explain the discrepancy that another Mandalorian related spin off project, I hear possibly a Boba Fett miniseries, would film first before Mandalorian season three, starting next week or later this month, with the Mandalorian season three production coming after that. very interesting it is um odd that you know if they are filming that they're filming and they haven't announced that they're they're making the show um that might you know maybe just a theory to if if it is true maybe they're um they're filming it but they don't want to like talk about boba fett right now because they haven't really, there's no official anything that who Tamira Morrison was in um, in The Mandalorian. So maybe they've started filming, but they don't want to announce it's, a you know, they've got this series and it's Boba Fett. Um, or if they announce the series has started filming, then people would find out it's Boba Fett because they want to keep it um, hush about what Boba Fett is doing. Or is this Mandalorian season three? It could be. There you go. Let's check the uh, chat. Oh, there is so many comments now. Um, David Lozano says, Deadline, he thinks announced the Kenobi series. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Uh, Kieran Dodwell is vibe checked. Um, whores will go nuts if that happens. Yes, I agree that Sam... Um, Sam always also says the whole alternate timeline thing has been passed around so much. It's getting annoying. Yeah. Even in like, we'll go through, um, the, the interview that she did and like, I've seen like more widespread pop culture, comic book, you know, film reporters sort of, sort of take her words and twist them into ways that I, I don't think they should be. Um, what else have we got? Oh, while we're here, let's do it. just a just a quick just a quick chat about that algorithm. Click all the buttons. Click the like if you're on YouTube. Click subscribe, Facebook, all that good stuff. Get that going. And um, also, if you wanted to support the uh, the podcast, the the YouTube channel, whatever it is to you. And also get bonus content. This, all the audio for um, our, we do daily hyper chats covering all the Star Wars news Monday to Thursday. And if you're a Patreon on the $3 tier or up, you get all that in audio form. So if you can't um, watch it on youtube and, and you just want to hear what we're talking about like a normal podcast you get all that as well as all our we've got over 600 episodes all our past interviews ad free we've got bonus shows like um star wars you by podcast page wars the robo report um that we we delve into different uh parts of the star wars universe and i've got some sweet deals going on right now. Um, if you want to join the content club, that's $3 a month and you get a feed with all the exclusive content or for five bucks on the first month that the five bucks uh, is paid, you get uh, all that content and a sticker pack. We do all these stickers um, for Steel Wars. There's have you seen him? The Your Snoke theory sucked. Yub um, the Force, Ignite the Green, the Porg, you'll get a, a big bunch of them, um, which is normally like a $10 sticker pack, and um, get all the content. Or for $10 for the first month, you get all the content, you get stickers and a T-shirt of your choice as part of the $10 from merchstore.com. So a sweet bit of um, plugs there. I, I, I got to tell you, doing all that is a trip to the dentist. So if you're just like, why has he got to do the plugs? I hate the plugs. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. But um, let me tell you about my son and his food needs. All right? That's all, let's, let's end it there. Let's end it there. Let's see what the chat thinks about um, the sizzle. Uh, Matthew Mole says, Patreon is worth it. Access all areas. Thanks, buddy. One Marvel fan says, May the algorithm be with you, Steele, always. It's never with me. It's never, it's actually going um, not bad with the, the Saturday night hyper chats. Um, they've been doing good. I think uh, we got a big Mr. Sunday movies boost um, this week. So um, it was good to good to see them up there. Um, and Lidra says, Love your choice of image for the $10 level. All right. Well, if you want to see that, Go to patreon.com forward slash steel wars. Um is Horse here? Ah, he is there. Hey Horse is in the chat. <laughs> Sam just gave me a serious vibe check. Jesus, that's no good. Um all right, so let's go to this um really cool interview with uh Leslie Headland who, as we talked about in the deadline story, um, is doing a rumored female centric uh, martial martial arts inspired Star Wars show for Disney Plus. This is all for all from the YouTube channel Fantastic Frankie. and it's about 45 minutes the interview. and um, it's really good. So I'm, I'm going to play a, uh, a few little talking points here, but uh, if you want to check out the full interview, and and I suggest you do, it's um, at Fantastic Frankie. Um, and amazingly, it, it's sort of not that for how good an interview this is. I hope the views pick up because um, she did an amazing job with this interview, getting a few uh, interesting things. Um she um, was behind Netflix, The Russian Doll. And that is a very intricate time travel story. Um, and in this first clip, she talks about that and um, how it sort of uh, will work into her Star Wars work. So let's go to this. Um,
1: and I'm like, yes, we're, we're
0: great. God, I hope you can hear the
2: sound.
1: That being said... Which project
2: are you the most proud of? Oh, gosh, I mean, I would say uh, the of Russian Doll, but, but not just because it got like the most positive feedback. I think that it's mostly because it was such a long, difficult process. and for lack of a better term, the world building of that show was so difficult. Meaning, you know, when you're dealing with time travel, um, right. <laughs> you know, you you are very tempted over and over again to kind of be like, that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, but really, we had, you know, we had a whole room that was just full of um, index cards that had each loop that she existed in. And each ah. loop had an, it was like, this way, I'm going, I'm over here, you can't see me, So (laughs) this way, (laughs) this way was like, um, which loop she was in, and this way was what time of night it was. So, you know, we were making these graphs and grids to really be clear about, like, well, if she's going to do this at 9pm on Sunday night, we have to know that at that same time, this is, we've already established that these things are happening, and and so on and so forth. So, it it was, um, we, yeah, we had like a i don't know what to call it but the time loop room where we just like sat there and like looked at everything and was trying you know we're breaking the story all out of order and then putting it back in order and then reordering it and it was um i think that's why i'm the most proud of it because uh it, it seemed to resonate with people on an emotional level which was always my goal
0: now to have someone that organized writing a star wars series ah that's uh That fills me with joy. Um, Someone said it was faint, but that's as loud as I can get it. So sorry about that. Um, This next clip, which is super, super sweet, is um, about what her dream project would be. Thank you.
1: Any previous project, so. Um, what would you say is your dream project?
2: Oh, I I mean, it's going to sound so cheesy and like
1: the,
2: like the internet's going to roast me. It's like, this is my dream working for Lucasfilm, working on, um, star Wars IP is my dream project. Like that is, that is a hundred percent. This is all I, I want to do. I mean, it, it's. Uh, they have to like. I would say on these phone, like whenever I have creative phone calls about it, um, with my team or with the, the team at Lucas, like I just I have to kind of almost put a, a a timer on the amount of time I'm talking <laughs> because <laughs> because I will just talk for
1: so long. This will be
0: helpful After helpful time, with podcasts or, as the well.
2: Tiniest piece of origin story or like you know a particular geographical location, like I will just go on and on and I'll be and I'll look up and I'll be like I've been talking, you know minutes straight or like five minutes straight about this i have to stop talking like you know i i just uh, this is i've never been so uh happy but also challenged that's the other thing is like i think that sometimes when people think dream project they think maybe something cushy or something you know uh i see this as a as a, as a massive challenge to uh um to take on and 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 a very serious one and and have an, an immense amount of respect for the the world that george builds and and that has like um but also canon you know like everything that's going do you know what i mean like like everything um that uh, return of the jedi in just in that. and canon like all of that stuff it's all i don't know there's a lot of stuff there and so not to you know to take any of that kind of like lightly and like hey i'm gonna bring my thing into that you know what i mean i think would be a mistake it feels like i have I'm joining almost a a religion.
1: (laughs) No, you are. You know what I mean?
2: Like married by Jedi's. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's funny. It's like I, I, I was using that as an.
0: Now, she makes an analogy about the last Jedi here that is just, oh my God. Spot on, spot on
2: analogy. It's kind of like with the Disney acquisition of Luke's film, you know, in um, when was that like 2012 2011? I, I don't remember exactly when it was, but with, with that acquisition, it was you know kind of where the Catholic Church was in like 1400. You know, <laughs> it's like you've got Ryan Johnson, like as Martin Luther, like posting stuff to the you know, to the front of the church and everyone's like, no, and the other half is like, yes, you know, it's just like, I think that you can't, you can enter this world without a, having like a very strong point of view, but also having uh, an enormous amount of reverence for uh, what, like, as if you were stepping into a cathedral, if you were stepping into Notre Dame, you know, you have to have an enormous amount of imagination. You have to have your own point of view. You have to know what these ethos means to you but you also can't pretend you're not standing in Notre Dame. Right. <laughs> like, you have to be like,
1: this is it. This is, this is it. Yeah.
0: So, um, oh, what do you got? The chat is, um, is pretty happy. David Lorenzo says, I am a thousand more on board with Leslie Hedlund. Um, you got to check the Russian doll with, um, what's her name? Natasha what is her surname? She, amazing actress. She's sort of from American Pie. She was sort of the the very um, quick tongued um, character. Natasha, no, I got to say Natasha Lazario, but that's a, a comedian who's actually very good. Um, but yeah, Russian doll. Check it out on Netflix. It is uh, super, super good. Natasha Leone. Thank you, Billy Davis. Thank you. David Lozano. I uh, appreciate that. All right, now everyone's chiming in. All right, fair enough. I know it now. Stop commenting. Uh, And Sam Carey is going to watch Russian Doll after seeing this interview. Well, you can thank me later for that, Netflix. Um, What's this next clip? Um, I don't even know what this next one's going to be about. So... We'll put it on, but the the thing I love about her is it, it's it's the perfect combo. It's like she's made an awesome show before, and she's a passionate Star Wars fan. Um, and it's like she hasn't made anything like that you think Star Wars is like. Um, and she's coming into it, so ah, oh, so excited. Now I'll pull this one up. I have no idea what this clip's about because. For some reason, my notes aren't telling me, but um, let's see.
1: I just love it. And then the announcement of your project with, if you guys haven't heard, Leslie is actually working on a oh, here we go. series that I know we can't get much in. Getting her to say but something I about it. I know that it is female-led, right? Um, and it, She's it nodding. A, She's nodding. It's, it's just, Begrudging it's nodding. Of the universe. So you're essentially expanding the universe as
2: well, right? Uh, yeah, I would say it's in a pocket of the universe and a pocket of the timeline that we don't know much about. That's what right. I totally, that's like a say.
0: pocket of the timeline. <laughs> okay.
1: No, that's fair. The good thing about Star Wars is the lore can be extended forever um have oh, you yeah. been have you been um finding yourself kind of mapping out the way you did for Russian doll like oh um, yeah
0: here, here we go here we go
1: oh oh yeah i mean very much so i mean
2: listen i was already a big fan um of you know uh well i would say you know of course growing up i was a huge fan of- all right
0: so if you're like ah oh, this show creator is 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 going to get into star Wars and um let's hope let's hope she gets it just she just she drops a, she drops some bona fides right now.
2: But I would say, like, with the advent of YouTube, like, that was really when I started to get more into Star Wars again. Like, I started to get reintroduced. Like, because I was in my early 20s during the prequels, they, you know, I went to see them all opening, you know, uh, night because I needed to know what happened. You know, like, but I would say that I didn't really um, immerse myself in the same way that I did when the original trilogy was touching me as, like, a kid. Um, you know, because then I was reading like Heir to the Empire and and Timothy Zahn books and, you you know, like I was like kind of getting into it a little bit more as a teenager, I kind of put it down, you know, as the prequels, I just didn't feel like I was the audience for the prequels, except that I was a Star Wars fan. So I was like, (laughs) yay, great, the prequels. Um, but it was really in the advent of YouTube that I started to get reinvested in Star Wars again, and kind of realized, oh my gosh, there's this whole other world going on that I didn't realize. Like, and that's how I got introduced to Clone Wars and Dave Filoni, and like, you know, started to consume uh, the comics and started to consume the video games in a way that I hadn't when I was younger, and uh, I just got more into it in a way that uh, I hadn't when I was. Running around my 20s as documented
1: via Bacelet. Like, I was know, like <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I, I saw you totally different when you were like, these are my experiences.
0: I was like, Bachelor. All righty. What's this clip? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices I'm not even sure what this clip's going to be about either. But the other ones have been so good. Um, for those that are, aren't watching, I, I've got a banner going along the bottom of the screen. One of us, one of us, one of us. Because um, oh, how the the, the chat is, is is um they're fired up. It's it's it, 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 it's it's kind of cool that um. That just hearing an interview with someone is just it 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 gets you so excited to see what they're gonna come out with. Um all right, let's see uh what this one holds.
2: You know, and it was just around you know, as you know, that's just around the time that of the Disney acquisition. Did I just play this clip? awakens? Like I it was like I just got back in just as they we were gonna start getting no. more Star Wars. So uh so it was very um yes but to answer your question about starting like let me see if i can find it it's usually right next
1: to me oh it's back Ah, here we, this is yeah let me see i'm excited i love backgrounds and research yes <laughs> i have my i have my old one
2: i have my i have my i have my old one here this is the, the older one but um it. with like the line drawings but so every pitch starts here where are we <laughs> I love that. she's holding up the I mean, star wars I mean, atlas literally like I'm, I'm actually shocked it's not usually here but like it, it's it starts with where are we like where are we you know like because i think that is how i always anchor myself within oh
0: <laughs> leslie headland you are just um sam Carey's is referencing the attention to detail that's um it's not everything, but it helps. And she knows how to tell a story. Um, so ah. Oh. Now there is um one more clip that, that has sort of been misinterpreted because some people are thinking that uh perhaps it could be Dr. Afra that she is writing for, which I, I, I don't really see where like the the, maybe the martial arts rumor would I'd be up for it. It would be um incredibly good. But um she references Indiana Jones in this bit and I feel like she's doing it to reference the map, not the actual style of the show. And I've seen some um film sites sort of saying that maybe this is a hint it's Dr. Afra because Dr. Afra is an archaeologist like Indy. So um let's go to this clip. And um, again, if you want to watch the full interview, it's forty five minutes. It's terrific. And uh, look up fantastic Frankie on YouTube.
2: Literally going on a literal journey. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, like when we were when we were pitching, um, we did. I don't think this is telling you too much, but. tell you later i guess but when we were pitching when we were when uh we were pitching i had my designer create uh like you know literally that indiana jones like and then we go here and then we go here (laughs) like the like the little dotted red line like you know like this is this is our journey this is where we're going um
1: uh because uh yeah that's, it. That's all I got. Yeah. Can I, don't like I so answer much. any questions? Or you definitely. I <laughs> and I think you showed your care for the world. Yes. I think it's important. Um. And at the end of the day, um, Star Wars is a journey series show. Like the whole Enterprise is about the moving and traveling and the different sites. So I absolutely, as a nerd, I love to see that you have an atlas. <laughs> you are walking. <laughs>
0: very true i think we all enjoy that i think uh uh we all enjoy that there's there's a little bit of uh, talk in the chat between um about whether you know leslie hegglin obviously a very passionate star wars fan that compared to like tony gilroy who has um come out and said he's he's not that into star wars who's doing um the executive producing the cassian series after he came in and uh Kind of directed all the reshoots for Rogue One. And, um, someone said, uh, Stephen Marin says an outsider can be more objective and they can. I, I think it's a balance and the proof is in the final product. Rogue One was, um, a, a, such a good film in the end. Um, you know, with those two directors. Um, not really working together, but the the product of both their work and um, so someone that is coming in as an outsider can do a sweet job but then to have someone that knows how to uh, make just like this Russian doll show is it's unlike anything I've ever seen. It's I, I guess if anything at Groundhog day, but it is so much more complex than than that. Um, so terrific. Leslie Hedlund. She also... I don't know if I can fast forward to that bit. If I can find it, maybe. Maybe I've gone past it. But you, you check out the interview. She talks about how... Like, she actually watches Star Wars YouTubes and stuff like that. And she said how once the word got out and she's watching all her Star Wars YouTubes and it started showing her face, it was like... Um, she made this great analogy of like, it's when you open up your phone and it's on the the cameras on your face and you're like, yeah. And, and she had to turn it off. So um, Leslie Hedlund. Um So, so uh, thrilled to have her working on some Star Wars for us. Um, I will finish up. Um, with i got from hasbro the um monday mando monday oh if you're in australia check out the uh, australian um new zealand star wars facebook because i recorded some stuff for mando mondays um so you can see a video with me and um, a couple other star wars fans fanning out about all the new merch and all that stuff and if you watch it there's it's like a 13 minute video, and there's details on how you can win everything um, that we uh, we we play with. So go check that out um, on the Australian Star Wars Facebook. It's also the videos up on my Instagram as well. But. This week's Mando Mondays, um, the Hasbro announcements are pretty light on, but if you're a helmet collector, it is uh, a golden day. We've got the uh, Star Wars Black Series uh, Stormtrooper, the Remnant Stormtrooper, so a dirty, scraped up Stormtrooper, and then for the helmet collectors, the Black Series Mandalorian helmet, which... um, it's got electric things. It's got a light, I know. It's got a little torch on the side, but it looks um, pretty dope. And I know um, a few people were giddily talking about how they, um, they'd they just gotten theirs. So if you're into the helmets, um, Theana Ravendra. Um says in the Super Chat, what's a guy got to do to get a Black Series Darksaber? Well, I just told you, you go to the Star Wars Facebook page, the Australian New Zealand one, and uh, you enter and you, you can get one for free. So um, appreciate you asking because it helped the plug. Um, David Guzano says he bought two helmets. Man, this is so the way. You know, once you put it on, you know how to take it off. So um, look forward to that. Hey, um, thanks for watching or listening. And uh, if you are listening to this on the normal sort of iTunes feed and you would like to have these daily news updates in your headphones, it is just uh, $3 a month. You get an RSS feed that plugs into your podcast app of choice, whether you use um, the Apple one or downcast, or whatever plug in the address, all the podcasts come down every day, just like a normal podcast, no fuss and little to no muss. And you get all the bonus shows. That's for three bucks. If you want to go up to five, you get all that plus a um, a sticker pack that will have 10, probably more. I get pretty generous stickers, or if you want stickers and a t-shirt, for just one month, $10 support will get you one of the tees from merchstore.com of your choice. Um, and for some reason, Kieran Dodger wants to know how long this show has gone on for. Doesn't it tell you on, on YouTube, but it's, um, it's 44, it's almost 43 minutes. So, um you want we i I try to cover a a gamut of things that if um you're not on social media all day or skimming youtube i can bring it to you but i do know what kieran's leading me to um i i totally missed it buddy i totally missed it he wanted to know how long this podcast has gone for long Long enough. enough So we will wrap it up. Thanks, buddy. Um, Make sure you help out that algorithm and uh, have a good day. Until tomorrow, same time, 4 p.m. on the Pacific Coast, 7 p.m. on the East Coast, other places at other times, may that force be with you.